Jesus said, ask in my name. In the name of Jesus. Alleluia, Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. It is because of his empty tomb that Jesus can say, take heart in a world full of trials and tribulation. Through his death and his resurrection, Jesus has overcome the world for you. Your sins truly are forgiven. Death it's just a pale shadow, and the devil is judged. All because Jesus died and rose again. We can take heart. We can have peace. In the midst of the world, because Jesus died and rose again, and because the sacraments delivered the benefits of Good Friday and Easter, forgiveness and life, right to us. We also can have peace because of prayer. Today, Jesus gifts us some words about prayer. And that is what, that is what Rogate Sunday, Ask Sunday, is all about. In that day, you will ask the Father in my name. That's what Jesus says. And so we're answering a few questions about prayer today. What is it? Does prayer have power? And what's prayer for? And when we get the answers, we will end up with peace. Thoughts and prayers. That's how the saying goes. Thoughts and prayers are put together. This saying gets us to what prayer is not. Prayer is not the power of positive thinking. It's not thinking good thoughts about a certain situation that it will turn out good. It's not drumming up good vibes about God or keeping a positive outlook in the midst of suffering. Thinking that something will turn out okay is not yet prayer, even if the thinking is that God will do something good. That is not yet prayer. Such things are a far cry from actual prayer because even unbelievers do these sorts of things. There is no real peace here. So what is prayer? Well, simply... It's the name for this Sunday. Ask. In that day you will ask the Father in my name, Jesus says. And from this we see that prayer is actually putting a request into words and asking God the Father for it. You can also ask Jesus for it. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it, Jesus says in John 14. So prayer is taking time to call out to God, to call upon him. Call upon me in the day of trouble, he says in Psalm 50. I will deliver you and you will glorify me. Abundant peace in prayer. This is exactly what the small catechism teaches us 
when it comes to the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that never runs out. It's Jesus' own words. He prays with you. You pray with Jesus' words. And so you learn with these words that God tenderly invites us to ask him as dear children ask their dear father. We can have boldness before God, no longer keeping our positive thoughts to ourselves, but actually to call out to him, ask him for something with actual words. So that's what prayer is and is not. But is there power in prayer? That is another thing lots of people say. I believe in the power of prayer, of course. There is, of course, no power in our positive, everything's going to be okay, thoughts. But there is power in prayer. But not because of the prayer itself. That's what we think, though viewing prayer as some sort of magic, that we need to say the right things in the right way to get what we want, turning in Jesus' name into some sort of magic, hocus-pocus phrase, that if you believe really hard, your prayer will work. But if you don't, then it won't. There's no peace in that sort of prayer. It's wrong that faith makes prayer effective, powerful, and work. Faith in the power of prayer is often misplaced faith. Because faith clings to Jesus' cross alone. It rests in him unceasing. Faith does not say... Because I believe really strongly, God will do this. Faith doesn't look at itself, but only to Jesus. Faith prays for things because of what Jesus has done. It is for Jesus' sake alone that the Father answers your prayers. He has promised to hear us. Not for your sake but Jesus' sake. The Father himself loves you, as Jesus says. He loves you for Jesus' sake. For you have no sins that hinder your Father from caring for you. Christ paid for your sins. You are baptized, and what the Father says of Jesus, he says of you. My beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Faith trusts these words and promises of God, for in these words and promises there is eternal peace. If, as James says in chapter 5, if the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it's working, then what is that sort of prayer for? Is it just getting stuff from God? That is neither faith nor love toward God. 
He is no vending machine. Faith trusts, rather, that God gives all things and makes all things good because of Jesus alone. A bare consumerist feeling toward God, well, that's just your sinful flesh at work. Jesus says earlier in John, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. And it means this, that if and when Jesus' word remains in you, you will then ask according to that word as opposed to your own wants and words. But besides this, we have these, word, these comforting words from St. Paul in Romans chapter 8. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we don't know what to pray for, as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. The Spirit intercedes for the saints, according to the will of God. Prayer is about giving things to God. It is about asking Him for things, also praising and thanking Him for things. It is for the comfort and peace of the saints, for you, that God has promised to hear you, to answer you. Because prayer is all about having peace in Jesus, who died and rose for you. And so, when we ask for deliverance and a solution to the problem, we trust that God will and that he does. And it's not on the basis of our frequent or infrequent asking it's not based on the power of our asking, but it's based on Jesus alone, for he alone died and rose for you. He alone baptized you. He alone gives you his body to eat and his blood to drink for the forgiveness of your sins, so that he would remain with you and you with him, and that his words also would remain with you and be within you. Prayer is all about having peace in Jesus because he died and rose for you. It's not positive thoughts. It's actually asking God for something. It's powerful. Not because you asked. Not because of what prayer is or how serious you are or anything that is you. It is powerful because of him who answers your prayers. It's powerful because of whose name you pray through. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. The Jesus who died and rose for you. And prayer is about having peace in that Jesus. Faith in this Jesus says, 
I commend this to the God who sacrificed his son for me. God's got this. And when he does his God thing with it, faith says, Amen. Faith says, The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord, like Job says. Faith does this because faith says, no matter what, God keeps his promises. Christ's empty tomb proves that. God's ways are not our ways. His solutions are not our solutions. In the Old Testament reading today, the Israelites asked Moses to pray to God that he would take away the snakes from them. He didn't. Instead, they got a snake on a pole, a picture of Christ crucified. And this Christ, when he was crucified, he prayed to be saved from the cross. He was when he was raised three days later. Prayer is all about having peace in Jesus who has died and risen for you. And because of him, your heavenly Father hears. Because of him, he answers. In fact, he, has, he already has. See the empty tomb. See the font. See the supper. Christ's body and blood for you. These are his answers now and on the last day for you. And he will answer your prayers. Even such a one as this. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. At his table, he answers this one today. Alleluia, Jesus Christ is risen. In the name of Jesus.